You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy and finally start making progress towards your goals, your dreams, and your desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig. Today, let's work on Project You. Hey, you guys, welcome to Project You with Cami Craig. So, I'm actually laughing at myself right now because I've never admitted uh, this little piece of my truth, but in every Project You podcast episode that comes through, I listen to it just like you listen to it. And it's my first time listening to it after I get done with admitting it to my production company. And I, I'm always like crossing my fingers. I'm like, I hope, <laughs> I hope it sounds good. I hope it, it you know, it, it's in, it's in sequence and, and, you know, my thoughts are articulated the way that I'm actually feeling them and whatnot. So the, the, the funny part about this is that I, I listened to the last podcast that was, that was dropped and it was about changing your patterns and, and changing the condition that you're in. And I was like thinking about everything and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is so funny because I am like literally listening to myself and walking through sections of my life that are monumental, like literally. So here I am like recording and I'm feeling good. And I, and I know like thousands of people are listening to this podcast. However, when I listen to the podcast, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is my life. Like, and, and, and it was like, kind of like heartwarming, but also overwhelming. And like, oh, this is like so real when you put yourself into the actual state that you are in and you realize that you are becoming more awake to become more of the woman and more of the man that you are destined to be because you are, you're like literally falling into this place of transition, right? And you're in a stage of life to heal. You're in a stage of life to progress and to, like I said, transition. Uh, but it, it's, it's actually so beautiful when you, when you get to hear your own voice and or like my clients and my friends and my, my, my people that are reaching out to me day and night about this whole concept of journaling and writing things down and, and formulating this new script for themselves to become their reality because they're actually looking at them at themselves in the mirror. Like this is very, very, very monumental, whether there's a podcast on the other side or not, like I truly hope that you are taking into consideration that this project, you, is about you. It is not about me at all. I just am over here on, on the other side of the mic and sharing my story and, and simple little leads in my life that are, that are transforming my life and being very vulnerable and very, being very authentic, finally. Like you are hearing the finally. <laughs> And, and when I listen to myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, girl, it took you so stinking long to get here, but it feels oh so good. So I, I just want to let you know that 
if you're the girl that's actually listening to your own voice and reading back on the previous journal entries that you've had and you're becoming enlightened, I want you to know that you're not alone. This is happening to me every single week and more and more and more. It becomes so much more profound. It becomes so much more invigorating and also enlightening on my side because I'm like, gosh, Cammie, you really are in a huge stage of becoming your better self. And I know this because my mom, Billy Jean Craig, my gosh, that chick has been right by my side this whole time. I think about her every single day. And if we don't talk every single day, I think about her every single day. And she, she tells me her insight and where she was and through her experience and how she thinks now. And she's very, very open about that this is part of your life. And I'm so proud of you, which I am so proud of you, that you're not waiting till you're on your deathbed to wake the F up. When she said that to me, I was like, mom, you're so right. Like people wait their whole life to be narcissist or to be ultra focused on themselves or just to be oblivious, you know, till their deathbed. And then they're like, oh my gosh, like that's not the way that life was supposed to be. I was supposed to do this and this, but I can't take it back. I'm here now on my deathbed. And I'm, re and I'm regretting not living the way that my heart intended to, but, you know, I just stayed selfish and I never learned my lesson and I never got to transform and transition into this, this new life called change, right? And so when my mom tells me that with, and for anyone that knows my mom, she's like a mom to so many, she's a friend to so many, and she's so open, authentic, and lives through her humility and um, also experience and is, is really easy to relate because she puts herself in people's shoes, just like I was explaining last time. Um, so a lot of what I've learned through therapy is through my mother because she's had patience and she knew me as a young girl and then the, the warped world that I got into and knew that I would come out of this. It would be a hurricane and it'd be a crazy storm for, for, for that matter, but I would come out of it. She believed that and she never, she never deviated from that. And thank God for all the mothers and fathers and, you know, mentors and grandmothers and grandfathers that out there that believe in their young, you know, to, to get out of the trap of life. So here I am just thankful for my mom saying that you don't have to wait forever to be your best self. And you're actually ahead of the game. You're 39 years old and you're just now figuring it out. Like, Kimmy, I'm so proud of you. And and I and I want you to know that I'm telling you, just like my mom would tell me, I'm so proud of you for for realizing what stage you are in life. Are you super effed up right now? Right? Are you super sucked in right now? Are you super ultra hyper focused on yourself right now? Like whatever it is, just notice it. Notice it so much that you are eager to attempt to change it because you know deep down in your heart, this is not your forever. This is not where you're supposed to be. 
And when I think about everything that we talked about last episode, when here I am listening to my episode and becoming more enlightened and more inspired to become my better self because I'm listening to my own voice, like I pray to God that every single one of you are, are, are journaling every single episode. And this is not about me. These are three things that you pick up on within the episode that you, that you liked, right? And then you're doing three things that are your strengths within this episode. And then you are sharing three things that are of your weakness in, within this episode. And then you're sharing three things that you will do, which means you will apply in your day to become your better self. So basically to take a weakness and make into a strength, right? I just had a girlfriend tell me today about this amazing story of her boyfriend and how he's now attempting to be the fittest guy in the world. And whether that becomes something or not, I know that that person is in a transitional phase of his life, a stage in his life to become a better self because he sucked for a long time. And the only reason why he knew he sucked is because he, he stood by himself. He laid by himself. He woke by himself. He was there by himself with himself every single day, just like you and I are every single day. So he got sick of his own self, which was drinking and partying, all the time. And he was like, I am either going to do this and kill myself, or I'm going to do this and stop this and change myself to live a better life. And that's what he chose. And here he is just a workout freak. And now he's so inspired to be the fittest man on the world in the world rather. And he's inspired because of his own self. He finally looked at himself in the mirror and said, well, you are not the coolest dude right now and you're either going to, you know, really go down a really crappy track of life or you're going to really look upward and, and not upward is challenging and it's, it's crazy, but it's worth the fight. It's worth the challenge to get out of this funk that I'm in, which is downhill. And downhill means downhill. You ain't going nowhere. So it's up to you to look at that mountain and be like, okay, this is going to be the craziest thing I've done in a really long time, but I'm not willing to sit over here. You know, so when we were coming from the last episode, we're talking about patterns and, and conditions that you were in every single day. You also got to know the other side of this and this other side of this that I've experienced through therapy and through scripture and through manifesting and through the daily mantras that I, that I place in my life every single day to become the better self. I realize that when you come out of a habit, you are then healing. And we talked about that last episode. So if you haven't tapped into last episode, please, please, please tap in. But you realize like, okay, here I am in a stage of healing and and I have the honor of walking alongside of my clients, you know, that are also healing. I have, that I have women walking in the gym and saying, I, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to feel like this anymore. I don't want to die feeling like I never became my best self. Like I got to find a new journey and I got to find a new, 
a new place in my mindset that I'm going to be better than I was, you know, and it's, and it's when you come to this point in your life where you're calling your own self out, you're in a life altering process. And you also must know, just like I do, that you are going to find yourself in different stages that will give you experiences in their own simple way along the way. Every single day, you will find your own experience and within these different stages. You know, and, and, and really, when I think about it and I, in my healing, it's the death of my conditioned self. And when I'm saying that, I am doing everything I can to share that this is the one of the hardest and, and most awakening places that I've ever been when I have gone down to my to my you know lowest point and I was speaking out of habit and condition and pattern. And I was so scared, you guys, of being abandoned. I was so scared of being left. I was so scared of, of failing, you know? And then once I hit my rock bottom and I started to express myself and let that poison out, finally, I literally found myself as the aftermath, realizing that, oh my gosh, I never want to see this chick again. I don't want to talk to her. I don't want to flirt with her. I don't want to be around her. Like this is the death of my conditioned self. And guess what? I didn't really understand. But when there's a death to the conditioned self, there's also pain and shame and a lot of grieving. Brain health is no longer only for those who are suffering from major psychological disorders. For many, COVID-19 has amplified these issues. Maintaining and treating conditions such as anxiety, brain fog, and mood swings is as simple as a checkup with brain health restoration. Mert Brain Therapy at Brain Health Restoration is the most current brain technology on the market. Mert Brain Therapy maps and treats your brain by using non-invasive magnetic resonance therapy that optimizes brain function. You'll see immediately from the Brain Health Restoration readings the condition of your brain today. As you have these treatments, you start to see changes. The brain starts functioning in a way that it's supposed to. I'm not anxious anymore. I don't have depression. I sleep better. I have this sense of peace. Take control of your brain health today. Visit brainhealthrestoration.com. Use the code CAMI to get 10% off your first treatment. Just like you went through pain, shame, and grieving within the experience that freaking hurt you, the traumatic events that hurt you, whether that been a death or whether that been a divorce or whether that been infidelity or you know, cheating on your company or whatever. Like you're going to find yourself in pain, shame, and grieving. You know, and so when you find yourself in this new stage of healing, you realize that, oh my gosh, this is the reconnect to my authentic self. After that piece of me died that night months ago, and I was vomiting poison out of my life, I was so scared. And because I was so scared, I acted scary. That's what people do, right? And when they're not right, they don't act right. And when they don't want to put in the time, then they don't give time. 
Like all these things make sense to me now because I was so conditioned, you know, and then realized that, oh my gosh, once I saw that, I faced myself in the mirror. I had great people around me, you know, calling me out. I realized that this healing is the can reconnect to my authentic self. And it's the, really the true second birth of my life, really, that, that exudes bliss. It exudes joy. It exudes hope and also a purpose-filled life for the first time in my life uh, as a whole. You know, b before in my, in my trauma times, I was feeling increments of it. I was feeling sections of it. But I really, at this time in my healing version of myself, I'm like, oh, wow, girl, you're reconnecting to your authentic self, the girl that your mom and dad saw. Every single day, your brother saw every single day, your, your young friends, and you're birthing into this new hope, joy, bliss, and purpose that you deserve. So when you realize that you are there, I must tell you that the beginning of the awakening to a conditioned self, you are going to understand that you're being conditioned and you were in a pattern and you were in a, a, a habit, really, right? And when you're willing to change those, you then, you then want to change those conditions and change those patterns and change those habits and behaviors that were affecting your life. So facing myself and confronting myself can bring up the most challenging emotions ever. They're, they're crazy and they wanna take you down and they wanna take you down back down that rabbit hole to be the downhill motion. But remember, downhill motion is not the motion that you wanna be. You wanna be uphill and you wanna be challenged in a, in a better way, you know? So, so when you feel the shock and the shame and, and despair, you know that you're in the beginning stages of being awakened. And so that's the same thing that I was talking about in the beginning of the storm, the nucleus of the storm, and exiting the storm. We are now in the state of, in the stage of healing. We are on the front side of this, you know, peaceful storm of, of awakening to the conditioned self because we feel the shock and the shame and, this, and the despair. And then in the inner part of this, we start to feel the hope and the deeper awareness of ourself, a belief that life can hold a deeper meaning and that we are more that our conditioned self. With the new awareness, we become conscious to how our choices create a reality. This is fascinating to me because this is what I feel every single day now. I have hope and I have deeper awareness and a belief that life can hold a deeper meaning because I'm facing myself in the mirror and I felt the shock and the shame and the despair. Facing myself, confronting myself can bring up the most craziest emotions, but if I hadn't have felt those emotions, then I wouldn't feel the hope and deeper awareness. The belief that my life and your life can hold a deeper meaning, that we're more than our conditioned self, you know, the self that just kept going on repeat, the Groundhog's Day, the autopilot girl, like, 
You are so much better than that. And with new awareness, we become conscious to how our choices create our, our reality. And and then and then all of a sudden, this is what I'm talking about with with my friends and with my clients and and my family. And like it's an up and down. Like the stages of healing have really been a roller coaster ride for me, because then all of a sudden I feel grief, right? And as we process the trauma, whether that be in childhood, adulthood, young adulthood, whatever, um, as we process the trauma, the limiting beliefs and understand our coping mechanisms, we grieve. <laughs> we literally grieve the former versions of ourself. And this is all through therapy. Every single week, I go through this new motion to, to attach myself to becoming my better self. And all of a sudden, I'm realizing that I've also gone through the grief of the trauma that I'm in, the, the beliefs that I had, and understanding that all of my coping mechanisms to to where I had gotten in my life is wrong. Like all of that was wrong and I can't do anything about it, but I got to feel sympathy for myself. Remember last episode, we were talking about what is the greatest relationship that you can have for yourself other than, right, your, your higher being, which is, you know, for some people, the universe, some people, God, some people, animals, whatever it is that is, you know, above you and way greater than you, you got to know that your next best relationship is with yourself. So if we are grieving for the former versions of ourselves, we also mourn for that inner place that we are in within that trauma. So some people are, are mourning for inner child because they felt misunderstood and and they didn't feel seen or unheard. And then on a deeper level, we may also grieve for the entire traumatic event collectively. So it doesn't always have to be the inner child. It can be someone like me where I had 15 years of trauma and traumatic events that, that just kept compiling over each other as a collective whole. And, and we mourn for that. Like, gosh, that really sucked. Like, I'm finally awakening, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that was awful. And I know it was awful, and no one else knows it was awful as, as bad as I do because I was the one that was living it, and those are my emotions, and those are my feelings, and that was my life. But right after the shock, the shame, the despair, comes the hope and deeper awareness, comes the grieving, and then all of a sudden comes the acceptance. the acceptance and self-awareness as we strive down this journey, as we begin to really honestly and very oh so slowly, calmly surrender, we then accept to accept all parts of ourselves. Today, I have a way greater understanding of who I am. I share a space of vulnerability with myself every single day. Compassion and grace and love. Really going back to our last episode with Dan and I, we so organically shared that we're going to walk through this with grace, time, patience, and love. 
and we had no blueprint whatsoever. And here I am looking at myself right now and you're looking at yourself and be like, wow, like you're really accepting and, and being self-aware and this is your journey. And as you began to surrender and put your hands up and as my prayers to God is like, I don't want this anymore. I want you to take the wheel, Lord. I would love for you just to take the wheel and for me to stop being in control because what I was doing was not working. I want to accept all parts of myself right now and I want to have a greater understanding of myself and what I'm actually wanting to do in my life, which is show up and share space of vulnerability and compassion and grace every single day. Through this stage of healing, I've realized that my purpose-driven life is so deep and I accept it. My life no longer becomes about this external success. Instagram, Facebook, all the text messages, making sure that I'm that I'm not on the top of the top and 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 being cutting edge like thinking about my appearance all the time and the vanity like those things don't own me anymore because I've chosen for them not to own me anymore. I have a deeper craving to explore my authentic self. My craving is to seek out deeper connection with others. And my deep craving is also to serve in this life with my authentic self on the front side, opposed to my generic self to be on the front side. The girl that was just autopilot and getting by because she was so full of pain and hurt and shame and guilt and pain. Did I say pain? <laughs> but that craving also is, is the deeper craving for the community. I realized that my liberating, inspiring, motivating self inspires others to liberate, motivate, inspire themselves. And that's why I'm so honored to be on the path that you are on as well. We're all in different chapters. We're all on different pages. And that's really, really, really rad because we're not all the same, which makes us authentic, right? And as we're authentic, we realize that, that we are the one and only. You know, like I am only Camille Jean Craig. That's it. I don't really think there's really another Camille Jean Craig out there. I don't think that there's another you out there. Um, so, so when I'm, so when I'm, you know, curious on behalf of what stage that you're in, I say that because the end result here is to live a purpose-driven life, to not be overcome with external success or appearance anymore like you're craving the deeper you the more authentic you the connection to others to to the servant that is in you to give it is better to give than receive you know this right 
Like this is a golden rule in life. It is better to give than receive. And if you're valuing your community, the people and, and place that you are in right now, you are, a, you are ahead of the game. You are doing well and you are doing right. And, and, and if you realize that this life is way greater than you, you are not a narcissist. You are not all about you. You are about other people. And it is, it is one of those things that is installed in you because that, that's part of your DNA, right? And so when you feel that, that this is liberating to inspire others to liberate themselves and to inspire and motivate themselves, you are being such a rad human. And I'm so honored to be on this track right now with you. I really am. It is so stinking tough. If, for, if anyone would, would tell me that this journey of, of, of healing would be easy, because when you, when you think of heal, you're like, you're getting better. You're getting better, but there's stages of getting better. Like you, you cut yourself, you're bleeding all over, and the pain is so strong. Yes, it feels so good to get the Band-Aid on, to get the ointments on, and to get the, the, the antibiotics on. You know, that's what starts to make you feel good, but there's a process to the true healing. Like the cut just isn't a scab overnight. Like it takes time for that cut, and whether it be so deep or whether it be so not so deep, like the cut and the pain is there. And so it takes time to form that scab, which is the true healing, the bondage, right? Of the skin creating itself back together to become. But like when I'm thinking about a cut and the immediate reaction to that cut, it's the blood, it's the pain, it's the screaming, it's the shock, shame, and despair, which is the beginning of awakening to the conditioned self. And then, and then as we start to, to stitch back up, we find ourselves to feel the hope and have deeper awareness. You know, this awareness where we become conscious to how our choices create our reality. And as we start to stitch up a little bit more, we understand the grief, like we're grieving our former selves, like the, the old version. You know, like grieving like that, that girl that was in pain when she was cut immediately and she was bleeding all over and she was screaming. Like you've got to be able to grieve that version of yourself. And as the stitch gets a little bit more bonded with the scab and everything starts to grow together, we then start to see the acceptance and self-awareness, accepting all parts of ourselves. Wow, this is scarred. I have a scar on my body right now. However, I'm understanding who I was, that pain before. And I'm also aware of the compassion and grace and vulnerability that I'm in right now. Even though I see the scar, I have a purpose-driven life. And this scar is just to help me and to help me see where I'm at, right? Where I was, sorry, where I was and where I'm at right now. And I'm no longer, right, going to worry about you know, what pained me and what hurt me and made me bled. Instead, instead, I'm going to crave deeper of how I'm going to better become beyond the scar that I'm seeing right now. I'm going to liberate and I'm going to inspire and motivate not only myself, but other people to liberate and motivate, inspire themselves to become their best self. The question is, are you that person? 
And do you want to be that person? The question is, how hard are you going to work at this every single day to work through the stages of healing? I just want to let you know that I'm really proud of you. And I know that there's some of you out there that are telling me that, that you're really proud of me. And this is a really cool place to be in because we're being vulnerable. We're being open and we're once and for all being truthful. So I hope that you have your journal out and that you're sharing all the things. The top three things that you took from this podcast. Your top three strengths. Your top three weaknesses. And your top three things that you're going to do and you apply in your life. From this day on to become your better self from whatever you took in this episode today. Thank you guys literally so much for holding on to yourself. And when I say holding on to yourself, holding your own hand. Looking yourself in the mirror and getting past your habits, your patterns, the old condition. And realizing that healing is in front of you. You made the cut. You found yourself in pain. It was super traumatic. Whatever it was. Sports, school, family, friends, career, finances, spiritual life. Whatever it is, you can heal from this. And by the grace of God in your heart, you will totally become the better self that you are intended to be. Until next time, you guys. I'll talk to you soon. My obedience determines my outcome. My discipline determines my destiny. My faith determines my focus.